I set an intention that we are going to have a really fun, wonderful conversation that people are really just going to enjoy. So let's get to it. It's Happy Aloha Friday. Happy Aloha Friday, everyone. How wonderful. It's great to be alive. It's great to be present in the moment. And we have so many tidbits to share with you. It's been a while. It feels like it's been a while, but... It has. We did take a little bit of a break for... It was the holidays. That's because we hit but it hard. We like recorded, then we you know relished <laughs> in the moment, and now we're like, oh no, we need to catch up. Here we go. <laughs> we need to catch up. Um, right now in Hawaii, it is crazy storm, raining wind. It's been crazy. All of my plants... I have, I have a lot of plants. I had to go and run out in the middle of the rain as it was starting to pick up with high wind and pull all those down. I came back in the house and I was dripping wet. I couldn't believe how much rain dumped on me and just, I swear I was out there for less than five minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> welcome to what winter weather looks like and how exciting it is for all of us who have to pull our plants in or cover them when there's a chill and now you are experiencing it 100% where you have to go and rescue your plants from being waterlogged. So welcome. Well, they were going to, I was more concerned that they were going to be blown over to the neighbor's house, neighbor's yard. Oh, is the wind that bad? The wind was that bad. Um, my neighbor, um, I can see from my upstairs window, they have like a tent in their yard, like a big party tent. And it was half blown over and down. It was ready to go. It was ready to fly itself over somebody's fence. <laughs> you know, I've had experiences where there was like really terrible weather. One time my brother and I went camping and we were with, we were inside the trailer, but we set up a little pop-up tent for kind of like a staging area and also where we would barbecue. Well, one night mm -hmm. it just was storming so badly and the next morning we could not find the pop-up tent anymore. We were like, oh no, where'd it go? And we drove around for a little bit and we found it like in the middle of a lake. And that was the end of that pop-up tent. We were, we abandoned uh -huh. it pretty much and told the park rangers like we can't get to it. So um, it's a donation and yeah. we felt bad, but you know what? It, say la vie. It was gone. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing that scares me about um, any kind of storm system is the wind. I don't mind some rain. We can always use rain, um, but I really would like to keep the wind down to a minimum. It just blows stuff everywhere. Now, I've never experienced something like a tornado where you right. live, Yep. Mm -hmm. and I can't even imagine. I mean, I've seen them on movies, um, but I can't way. imagine. It's not the same. There's not imagine. like flying cows in the middle of it, like Twister. That's good to know. <laughs> That's good to know. I would be sad if cows were flying you know, in tornadoes. It, it's devastating when you hear like how many um, tornadoes like hit different areas and you're just not like able to imagine what it's like. But I remember when we when, you know, Hawaii would have like hurricane warnings and things like that. And people would mm -hmm. make fun and they're like, Hawaii, uh, hurricane, blah, we survived. And then they have like their plastic lawn chairs blown over. We've been really lucky. Um, I was alive when there was some bigger hurricanes and 
how much destruction they did, especially on Kauai. They were the most, they had like a really bad one uh, not too long ago. Um, the most recent one, I know Oahu survived. We were very lucky. It's kind of interesting the way the different islands are and the direction of where the hurricane comes. Um, it will, it, um, not only causes high wind and rain, but it stirs up the ocean and all the islands. The ocean, when it starts surging, not only does it surge in the direction that the hurricane's moving, but then it comes towards the islands and wraps around and the water is just hitting from all the little directions that it can. Well, you know, the way it's shaped, um, it's really interesting how on the map, like a world map or just even our like a, a map of our nation Hawaii is in a is in an interesting sort of um, shape I guess you could say it's more of like an arch mm -hmm. and a lot of the hurricanes that do head in your direction it hits the big island first so that's kind of lucky in a way because you have the volcanoes and like a little bit of a mountain region to break up mm -hmm. that um, storm and that's where the most recent uh, hurricanes have been sort of weakened. And, yep. you know, I know a lot of Hawaiians believe that Madame Pele will knock them out before, mm -hmm. knock out a hurricane before it threatens the islands, which I think is really awesome to believe in. Uh, but it's always important to be mentally and physically prepared for any kind of disaster. Uh, Hawaii is known for earthquakes tsunamis mm -hmm. hurricanes torrential rainstorms flooding i don't even know mm -hmm. storm surges you know yeah. all the things i remember you know when we were actually you know we were roomies it mm -hmm. there was that uh there was a couple of hurricanes coming and mm -hmm. you were like make sure you close all the windows yeah that was a, that was like the key window. close the windows because we weren't gonna flood yeah. we were just gonna be like flooded on the inside if we left a window open so yeah we wrote i've, a I've storm, woken up storms. actually just anytime the rain you don't it's always a surprise which direction it comes from so we have windows all the way around our house and normally i can keep um like the windows oh, i can't even think if we don't do north, south, east, and west. So I would say the Makai windows are the ones that I have to close. The ones that are ocean side closest to me, that's where the wind comes from. So those ones I have to close when it rains. But the other side of the house, I can usually keep those open. This past couple days Malka. of... Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> Malka Mountain. This past um, few days of rain... The rain has randomly whipped around every single window all around the house. And so it's like, you just can't close. I can't open any of them. I have to just keep Well, you have air closed. conditioning now. You have like central air. I try to explain that to people. Like there's not, not a lot of places in Hawaii have central air conditioning, especially yeah. residences. And everybody's like, that doesn't make sense. We're living in the, you know, we're living in 2020, 2021. I was like, hey, there's still not air conditioning everywhere. And it's super expensive yeah. unless you have solar. It is. It's it's really expensive to run because uh, we actually don't have, unfortunately, we have a monopoly with our electricity in Hawaii. And um, we don't have, they don't have any competition. Right. Except from the solar guys. But they also have rules that they have um, implemented that you can't just go off the grid. You still have to be connected to them because 
if the you know it's cloudy weather you're not going to get right any kind of electricity i guess the solar doesn't work unless you have enough storage in the batteries and they're very um <sighs> i mean i understand they're the only ones and when the electricity goes down the entire island all the islands get mad at them so right. <laughs> i mean when the electricity uh, but, goes out there it goes out for quite a bit it goes out it takes a long yeah. time to get the the infrastructure basically in hawaii is pretty monopolized by some major companies like the trash collection yeah mm-hmm. um water sewer electric cable yeah. companies i mean there's only a couple there's not like that a big sort of you know I mean, there's not a lot of competition, period, like anywhere. <laughs> there's not. There was a company that was doing bioelectric on the neighbor island. And I was really excited, hoping that they would expand. But I think somehow they've they've lost all their funding and there's no support for them. So that's kind of sad. It's It's really hard, I feel, to start something like that from scratch without the right support in Hawaii. You know... I think on, I think it's Kauai where Tesla came in and did a whole solar thing and gives free electricity to the entire island of Kauai. Our islands aren't that big and the population centers are, you know, they're pretty easy to like just get the electricity to them. But I'm sure a Hawaiian electric company doesn't want anybody else coming. <laughs> no, I, I think. Um, who owns Lanai? Isn't it uh, Ellison? Ellison? Yes. Yeah. Didn't he? He could do it. Yeah, he totally could do it. But I think Lanai uh, has some special perks because he owns that whole island. Yeah. I didn't think you could buy. I can't believe that the state of Hawaii island. just sold right, it. Just sold it. Like uh, Lanai is beautiful. It is. And it only has like a couple hotels. Um, I think it's the Sheraton. It's two hotels. It's uh. Is it the Sheraton and the Marriott? I thought it was the Four Seasons. Oh, it could be the Four Seasons. You're right. Four Seasons and I think, I think Sheraton four maybe. Seasons. Yeah, but I don't even know if they own it anymore. I, I don't wonder know. if it's him. Yeah. It's yeah. it's sort of weird yeah. that uh like a billionaire owns part of a state. I guess that just doesn't make sense in my brain, but there's uh some billionaires who are buying who have bought up a lot of land famously in Maui. Oprah and Zuckerberg. And yes, that is true. A bunch of them. But I mean, um, the whole island. Think about that. Like, I own the whole island of Lanai. Yeah. Is it Lanai or Lanai? It's Lanai. We have to pronounce all of our vowels. That's true. Like, you have to put some <laughs> emphasis on the E. <laughs> the, the I. It's an I. Well, it's an I, but the, the sound is like E. Mm-hmm. It's really fun to walk around, um, and I think we should do this for maybe an extra special occasion. But we should totally go around and try to, like, pronounce all of the different signs in the cities. I mean, there's some weird ones out there. I can admit when I was looking at real estate, there were some awkward names (laughs) that I would probably be like, this is really difficult to tell somebody over the phone who probably lives in like the mainland or India or uh, Thailand, you know, somewhere overseas that, you know, this is my street name every day. I'd be like, I don't I don't think I want to tell you my street name. Can I just spell it out? But then when you spell it out, then they proceed to announce like pronounce it. And you're like, 
Oh, please stop. I remember Kaneohe was like so hard for people to say. They would be like, Kaneohe? And I was like, no, no, but it's close. And they're like, oh, really? Am I doing really good? I'm like, no. But I like to give people false hope that they know how to, you know, pronounce mm -hmm. uh, Hawaiian names. I mean, I had to learn, too, when I got there. Yeah. I mean, you guys don't, you guys give terrible directions. I, I will say that. Like, Mauka or Makai, yep. that's it. It's Malka, just Makai, towards the ocean. Tree, look for that weird mountain. house with the pink stripe. <laughs> or, you know, some of the houses were painted like weird colors. So you'd be like, turn left at the coconut tree with the yellow house with the broken down car on concrete cinder blocks <laughs> and i'm like what are you talking about that should be interesting so i would be driving with my mouth open probably the whole time like all right looking for uh some kind of coconut tree that tree doesn't have coconuts but it's still a coconut tree is that it so i mean it can be a little bit confusing you guys are just it can be it can I mean, be go up and down the streets until you figure it out and then you can't find parking so and then you alas <laughs> yeah alas <laughs> It's just funny. Uh, I am trying to think of tips that I wanted to share for anybody who wanted to come to Hawaii. Um, What's well, a little because... bit different with the pandemic, but normally, yes, there normally. are things that you have to do and always should remember. Yeah. And so we'll try to keep mentioning them as we can remember them. But right now, because of COVID, there's the test for Hawaii. You have to be tested before you get on the airplane and you have to have your documentation that you are um, healthy before they let you get off the plane because many people have been forced to just stay on the plane. They can't even get off. What a terrible and trip. And then they're sent right back. Because yeah. from Houston, it's an eight-hour flight. I can only imagine getting to Hawaii and then being like, oh, you got to mm -hmm. turn around and have another eight-hour flight home because you didn't follow the guidelines. So make sure you read the rules, everyone. Yeah. And um, when you are on the airplane, just before you land, you want to have a pen because they have we have an agriculture form that you have to fill out. It's mandatory. Yes. And it's just, um, are you bringing anything into the island? You must turn it in. Um, and uh, yeah, you got to have a pen. And um, just so you know, a lot of other passengers do not have pens. Nope. They don't tell you this. So be prepared that if you have a pen, sure. people are going to ask to borrow it. Yeah. So, people have tried to steal my times. nice pen. I had a Koa gold pen, like a Koa and oh, gold wow. pen. And that was the only pen I oh, had. Yeah. And I was filling out my paperwork. And the guy next to me was like, hey, can I borrow that pen? He started writing. He was like, this is a really nice pen. And I was like, I better get that back before you get off this plane. Uh -huh. We have some issues because, <laughs> I mean, I knew to bring a good pen. Uh, yeah. The form is really interesting because it asks you, like, ask you for some pretty detailed questions like where are you staying how long are you staying have you ever been to hawaii before mm -hmm. have you ever lived there who are you traveling yep. with do you have any plants animals insects bacteria yeah. viruses i was like i don't i don't think so i hope not yeah. but when i did bring my dogs with me you know we did the whole 90 day before arrival uh blood work mm -hmm. and everything so that they wouldn't have to stay in quarantine now i want everybody to know quarantine in Hawaii for your pets is very strict and there's no air conditioning. They stay outside and you can only visit certain I, times I, of the day and it's terrible for them. So I don't recommend it. Yeah. I, re I recommend everybody do 
you know, the pre-work to have direct release of their pets because it saves you a ton of grief. And I've seen so many people in tears because they don't get to have their dog. And then their dog has to stay in like 180 days of quarantine out in the out in the heat. Yeah, I know. I know a guy who lost his dog. Yeah. See, when he moved, he his dog didn't survive quarantine. So it's really rough. So everybody just know that there's a lot to do. And I promise you, if you are nice to the people in agriculture upon arrival in Hawaii or departure, they're very mm-hmm. nice. You can even get a vet yeah. to do all the paperwork for you and the blood work. It might be worth it mm-hmm. because you know that they'll get there safely and all the paperwork will be completed appropriately. So I like to share yeah. that tidbit because we all love our pets and we all care yes. about animals. So yeah. that was my intention right there. Um, Just everybody loves good. animals. I have another one, which is because it's reminding me of this weather. Hawaii is a gorgeous place to go hiking, but if there is rain, you need to turn around and you need to get out of there immediately because in a second, there could be a flash flood if you're anywhere near um, stream beds. Turn around. Just be prepared. Don't drown. Um, To caveat on that story and that kind of tip, I remember in Kauai, there was like a lot of flash flooding and... Mm -hmm. There were tourists that were swept away. And when you have a brown water advisory, it's not because it's just poo-poo water. It's because there's sharks at the bottom of the stream bed waiting for you in the ocean because they love that murky water. So yeah. I felt really bad because those tourists like washed away and they were eaten by sharks at the bottom. Because yeah. they drowned and then they couldn't get out and shark bait. So yeah. after rain... That. Yeah, after after rain, it's been raining a lot. A lot of our beaches, our ocean water turns brown, mm-hmm. and the sharks they really just can't tell if you're a fish or if you're a people, <laughs> and they will eat you. Yeah, they will bite they will you. Bite you. They want to. Yeah, so you never yeah. never go swimming in brown water. Never. Yeah, and then the brown water is also can be dirty water too, so it's very dangerous. We we wouldn't paddle uh, when there was brown water, so. Yeah. Word to the wise. There have been more shark attacks lately in Hawaii uh, that I've seen. And I think it's more related yeah. to the animal life taking back their kind of environment a little bit. So I would just use as much caution as possible. And and we also, you know, want to tell you about the rain. Rain happens mm-hmm. pretty much every day on every island in Hawaii. Yeah. Randomly. Randomly. Yes. It could happen. I mean, it could be gorgeous blue skies and all of a sudden a cloud will float over and it doesn't look like much, but it'll dump rain on you. And you're like, what the? (laughs) But there's no need to flee. Like everybody flees off the beach because it's raining. Just stay there. It'll go away in like 10, 15 minutes. And don't rush to your car from a store. Just wait it out. Yeah. It just kind of They pass. They pass pretty quickly. It cools down the day. They pass pretty quickly. Uh, very quickly and I always appreciated the rain because it, it almost felt like well minus the humidity because it would be like really humid after uh, rain when it was hot but I appreciated it because it almost felt like it was just like whoosh, let's reset everything's good I washed your car not really but you're mm-hmm. welcome that's what the that's what Hawaii says to you you're welcome I washed your car you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome I was just thinking that um, but if the entire sky is cloudy Obviously, it could be a longer rain, so try to get home safely. 
Yeah. People in Hawaii, <clears throat> when they drive and it's raining, um, we slow down. Yes. Everybody slows down. We have, we don't have the best well-maintained roads on our island. No. I have to say we do not. I would agree. I don't know why, but we don't. <laughs> and um, there are potholes everywhere. So when the when it rains and the water is sitting on the road, you cannot tell if there's a big pothole. You don't know how big it is. There have been, um, they can get really big and your car can get stuck. <laughs> so that's why a lot of people in Hawaii drive slow. So just, you know, it's a small island. You can't really speed past them. It's, you know. Look at the plants. Look at the jungle all around you. The views are gorgeous from everywhere. Well, on the H3, during the rain, sometimes there's waterfalls. Mm -hmm. So you do get to appreciate that. Oh. But keep your eyes on the road for a little bit longer than usual. Because I've noticed people slow down because they want to yeah. look at the waterfalls, but you still need to maintain a certain speed. Don't just slam on your brakes just because it's pretty. But it is very pretty. I, I've always liked the H3 on a rainy day because I get to see the beautiful waterfalls. Yep, the waterfalls go off. It's gorgeous. That is actually where the famous um, staircase to heaven is. That's a yep. stairway to heaven. A very, yep. it's a gorgeous hike. It is steep. It is literally vertical for most of it. Stairway to heaven. I've done it um, from the backside and going up the steps. A lot of the steps are gone, so you literally have to like leap up past a few stairs, which. I am actually pretty afraid. I was pretty afraid the whole time. I can't say that I'm like afraid of heights or anything, but I'm afraid of slipping to my death. So I don't yeah. think a lot of people are doing it anymore. I think they have bulked up security, but I sort of wish they would mm -hmm. um, redo it because it is a gorgeous hike. And I have some pictures from that that we'll have to share eventually. But you can see everything. Yeah. It's it's almost like skydiving because yeah. I've done skydive Hawaii at 14,000 mm -hmm. feet, and you can see like a 360 view. But when you get up there, you really do see the windward side and a little bit of the North Shore, too, yeah. because you can see that far. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's really, it's nice. What's on the other side? Is it just mountains? The other side's like mountains, yeah. You can't really see Hawaii Kai from there, but mm -hmm. it's just pretty, and it's nice to see it. I just wanted to experience it one time. I wouldn't climb it again. If they fixed it, I would. I, I, I would never it do that. It takes forever. I'm afraid of It takes of forever. <laughs> I would say, like, the the way down is better. I think going the opposite direction. I think you start in Kaneohe, yeah. but it's it takes a long time. Uh, actually, our friend Amy is really good at being a hiking guide. Really? Yeah. So shout out to her. She would really okay. like this podcast. Oh, I, I would really love to have her call in one time. Oh, yes. We'll have to see if we, we can talk her that. into it. She has so many paddling stories, I know, too. Um, I haven't talked to her in a while, but I will send it to her tonight after we get off the phone. So when you go hiking and everything, make sure you bring snacks, water, your cell phone, flashlight, just in case you get stuck at night. I mean, how many people have been rescued from the stairway to heaven? I think quite a bit. It's always like a helicopter rescue. Quite a bit. People mostly get stuck on the way up because they don't realize how hard that hike is and then... But it's it's a bad use of the resources. And you get fined quite heavily for that rescue. You get fined heavily, which kind of pretty much covers the cost of your rescue. Yeah. So you're going to be paying for quite that helicopter bit. and 
all of those emergency personnel who had to go and rescue. It's actually really difficult to fly a helicopter that close to the mountain ridge. So it's like you're making it very dangerous for not just you as the hiker, but for anybody who might have to come and do a rescue. So, yeah. So really make sure that you're up for the challenge because that's a serious one. It is illegal. But if you it go is the illegal. opposite way, it's not illegal. You can get your views and then go back a safe way. Safer way. Not safe way. We're not telling you. I don't even know. I don't care because I'm not going up there. <laughs> I've enjoyed other yeah. people's pictures yeah. from up there. Yeah. But you know what? You see the view literally driving down the freeway, which is amazing. You don't have to risk your life. You don't have to climb and hike in the jungles for hours. You just have to drive down the beautiful h3 freeway that's the safe route so what else do we have another tip that i had about coming to hawaii is that you should plan your sort of adventures around the traffic right and if Mm. you ever want to go to north shore it's best to go there and get there around 9 a.m because you have all the parking in the world and then you walk everywhere yeah and one of the yeah best places to pick shells is Waimea Bay but just know that they're, the parking lot literally can only allow like maybe 20 cars so if you don't get there mm-hmm. early then you're not going to be able to, you'll have to park like pretty far and walk and it's really treacherous to walk there because everybody's whipping around the two lane road yeah it's a two lane road there's no um, there's no, not a lot of sidewalks no. there are yeah. some but there's it's it's kind of narrow it's an it's an old road and it's it's narrow it wasn't really meant for two-lane traffic when the road was built so there's a lot of like really cool things to do and actually you can park um there is a park over there i think it's waimea falls waimea falls park now that is one of those places that had like a whole lot of people who got injured because the they were hiking. There was a hiking area, and that was another place that was hit by a flash flood, and a lot of people got hurt. Yeah, so it's always good to be just aware. And I will say when I went there, uh, it wasn't raining, but I got attacked by a bunch of peacocks because there's, like, this mass group of peacocks, and I was eating a bag of chips, like, in the park area, and all of a sudden they came out of the woodworks, and I didn't realize peacocks could fly. I've never they seen fly. them fly, but I do. I should. I think I should and know that. I didn't know turkeys could fly. They definitely can fly, and I have a story about that. But we'll save that for next time. <laughs> they can fly. Um, I heard this like call of the wild when I was eating my Doritos, <laughs> and I looked up, and I saw this massive like wingspan coming towards me. And then all of a sudden, there were like four peacocks around me, and I was like, "Take the Doritos!" And I just ran. Because they're so vicious. <laughs> they will fly. They have mean claws. They're like raptors with pretty feathers. Like, just run. <laughs> I literally threw the Doritos in the air. I was like, here, take them. Because they'll reach in the bag. The- yes, That's scary. Because they- they're sharp, their little beaks. They're sharp. They might bite they're your pretty, fingers. But they're vicious. So, Waimea Falls, peacocks, flash floods, you know, just be careful. That's all. But at the end, there is a waterfall. You can dip in it. A lot of people dip in it. I don't know. I did not because I couldn't share that water with that many people. Yeah. Oh, Hawaii are are waterfalls. I think pretty much all water 
waterfalls and streams. There might be um, leptospermosis. Yeah, ew. Yeah. We don't want that. So you just make sure you don't have any cuts, don't drink or sores water. anywhere on your body. Water. Don't 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 drink it, but don't have any cuts or sores either. There you go. See, the more you know, yeah. and always bring bring a, you... a jug of water in your car to rinse yourself off with an extra towel. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. You will get muddy. Hopefully not yeah. dirty, sandy, all of the above. You remember when we used to have those races at, um, what's it called? Kilo Ranch? By the airport. Oh, no. no. Oh, Sand Island. And Sand Island, what was the name of the lagoon? Kehi. Kehi Lagoon. Kehi Lagoon. Kehi Lagoon. Kehi. Um, I don't know what is in that water, but there are little, like, like ocean mites or something. And it is actually very terrifying to swim in that well, don't water. Swim in it. Yeah, but we used to have those races, and people would flip their boats over, not on purpose. I can say I never did but... that, so I never had that problem. <laughs> My team was pretty good. I know, but just as a precaution, because and everybody was scared to like even touch the water to touch if you had water. a sore. I was scared. Yeah. So not only did you have your band aid if you had a cut. And you knew you were racing. I have done a Band-Aid and then I put duct tape over to just like <laughs> seal and protect my Band-Aid against my skin. So if you're only here like traveling for a Do short time. Do not swim in Ke'ehi Lagoon. Do not swim in Ke'ehi <laughs> you know, Lagoon. Don't, yeah, don't swim in there. But if you do have uh, a cut or source, uh, not only do you put your Band-Aids, but I would put duct or tape. Or Tegaderm. Just Something as a. to seal it because. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that water was like gross. I never, I personally never wanted to touch it, and every time I did, I would like squeal because it was just terrible. But then you were also the one who told us to bring antibacterial soap, and I remember the only thing I had one time was like dish soap that was antibacterial, <laughs> and just to go wash off any if you because your feet, your feet touch yeah, the water, course. you know, when you're coming in and out with the boats, so. Go to, to the showers. You wash everything, every part of your body. Yeah. It never hurts to be safe. Uh, but I don't think a be lot of day. tourists know about Ke'ehi Lagoon. So I think they're I think yeah. they're pretty safe with that one. But just know, don't drink the water. Don't <laughs> swim in that water. And don't touch it. Like, just, just look at it. <laughs> There's so many just stories. Don't. I just don't want to ruin it for everyone. Yeah. All right. It is a big, beautiful park. And we actually have a lot of big, beautiful parks. And we actually have an invasion of red ants that will bite oh, you. That must be something like more recent because I didn't have that many red ants when I was there. Yeah. See, when um, a lot of things happen when uh, they did Homeland Security, a lot of the agricultural department that would be on top of that kind of thing, they got absorbed into... Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. And so our ecosystem is really fragile here in Hawaii. And with people moving here, moving away, things being imported in, those all of those things used to be checked by the agricultural department. And I don't know what's happened to them, but I really hope that a new president can come in and fix that because it's probably not just Hawaii that's being affected. It's probably a lot of places. Mm-hmm. California that's also heavily agricultural um, 
you know, in our nation sending stuff all over the place. So hopefully that'll get fixed and repaired. Maybe if we just put a little word out. All right. To them. Hopefully the powers that be. The powers that be. Help us. All right. I thought that was amazing. That was a lot of info. Thanks for joining us again on this awesome Pauhana time. Happy Aloha Friday. If you want to check us out, please visit our website at mytiesatsunset.com. Check us out on Patreon. We're new on there, featuring some exclusive content that can only be heard by our subscribers. So please send us some aloha. And check us out also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Until we meet again, ahui ho.